celebration of everything that you get accomplished gives you more energy to accomplish more. A lot of times we're down on ourselves so much we don't realize that it creates an energetic suck hole. So don't be down on yourself. Make your list. Celebrate your accomplishments and stay grounded and focused on your breath. Have you ever let stress get the better of you? Want to know how to maximize your productivity? My name is Tommy Bowie. Follow me as I deep dive into the minds of successful entrepreneurs and industry professionals on the tools, tips, and strategies they use to overcome stress and boost productivity in their daily lives, especially when the going gets tough and the stakes are high. This is the Stressless Entrepreneur Podcast. My guest today is an international best-selling author, keynote speaker, mentor, and alchemist with a diverse background in leadership, speaking, training, personal development, healing, publishing, and entrepreneurship. Her results and empowering authenticity have made her a highly sought-after expert and leader. Her inspiring and creative approach to business, life, and spirituality has led her to opportunities to host television shows on major cable and television networks. Foxcard has called her one of Louisiana's foremost experts on mindfulness, and she has been featured on radio stations and podcasts. She grew up in a small town in rural Arkansas and spent 18 years as an ordained Christian minister where she fine-tuned her natural gifts of leadership and personal development. She has successfully parlayed her unique experiences of serving as a minister and business acumen into empowering people in both spirituality and entrepreneurship. She is the founder of Lanico Media House, The Magical Mystic, Divinity Academy and Embossed Entertainment. She is an influential thought leader in healing and personal transformation aligning the practical abilities with spiritual power to achieve success. Her work reaches people from all walks of life, ranging from rehabilitating prison inmates to successful celebrities. Her online school, Divinity Academy, is an empowering online learning platform for personal development, learning metaphysical techniques, and the occult. I have with me today, M. Rain. M, thank you for coming into the Stressless Entrepreneur podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the show today is because you have a plethora of tools that I believe can help our stressless entrepreneurs reduce anxiety and stress. But before we get into the details of what it is that you do, can you tell us a little bit of a history of yourself and how you got to where you are today? Absolutely. I've been in the business world for about 20 years. Yep. But prior to that, I helped a lot of other entrepreneurs. I was a grant writer. So doing that is helping people set up nonprofits and establish foundations and stuff like that. And I really love that work as far as seeing businesses come to fruition. But unfortunately, back then, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do for my own business outside of grant writing. Mm-hmm. But it developed itself within the time frame that I was serving as a grant writer that I would consult and help a lot of other businesses establish themselves. Yep. And grant writing specifically, what does that entail? What's it all about? So when you start a business that's going to operate as a nonprofit, you need to secure uh, federal funds and stuff like that. Well, some funds are federal, some funds are private. I help them find funds from millionaire and billionaire companies that want to give to establish something to give back to the, the community. Yeah. Okay. And do you have a specific time when you thought, you know, you wanted to do something in terms of your own business? And was there a connecting story to that? It was. After I did it for so long, I started training other people how to do it. And from there, I started writing books and training manuals. And it just kind of gave me a launching pad for consulting because I was having so many people call. I couldn't write all of their grants, but I could point them in the right direction or I couldn't establish all of their 501c3s, but I could get them started in the right direction. So 
it ended up working out perfect. Yep. And what was that first business venture for yourself like? And what was the name and how long did it take you? Is it still running today? So no, it's not. My first one was called Christian Consulting. I was very much doing the religious thing at that time. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. I really enjoyed it. I didn't have any idea about scaling businesses and I didn't understand about how to manage all of the inflow that I was having, but it was a learning experience. I kept it going for about four years before I discontinued and kind of ventured off non-Christian. Yeah. And at the moment, you manage quite a few different ventures, you know, Lanico Media House, The Magical Mystic, Divinity Academy, and Embossed Entertainment. Can you tell us a little bit about each journey and how it got to the point that it is today? Absolutely. So when I first started writing my book, I discovered getting published wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. So I met a guy who taught me the publishing industry and I started my own publishing company, which was Lanico Media House. And of course, I was writing books. I have over 23 books on the market now. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. at that time, I was also helping other people start their books and get their stuff going, blogging and stuff like that, writing for magazines. Well, from there, I ended up getting into a situation where I was really sick. The doctors gave me three, six months to live. And so I had to learn holistic treatments like meditation and different things like that to heal my body because I was on about 15 different medicines. Yep. And that's how Magical Mystic was birthed. It was birthed out of my own personal story. And Boston Entertainment happened by chance because I'm on TV now and I wanted to manage and keep all my own rights to everything that I was doing. I want to go back to what you mentioned there. You got quite sick and you were given a time frame in terms of days left to leave in, in a sense. What was going through your mind at that time? You know, you got through it using a transformation, some holistic healing. How has that transformed you to be the person that you are today, especially in business as well? It was scary at first. And to be honest, I thought it was really over because it was a heart condition. But when I started learning about meditation and the power of releasing stress, because most illnesses are stress-based. And when I learned those techniques and I started to meditate a little bit, change my diet a little bit, my mind started shifting. And I actually, oddly enough, as I dealt with things that was inside of me, I was able to improve my quality of life all the way around, which broadened my perspective as far as business. And I started making a whole lot more money, you know? Yeah, fantastic. That's really good to hear. And when it comes to now Magical Mystic, I do want to dig deeper a little into that type of business. What's it all about and who's your, your target audience? So it's about holistic healing, emotional healing, financial healing as well. Mm-hmm. We are spiritually free people. So this is about combining all of the teachings we've heard across all of these different religions and philosophies and creating something that's unique to each of us. So there's a little bit of Buddhism and a little bit of yoga and a little bit of, of everything. And you can kind of pull together a plan for yourself. So that's what Magical Mystic represents. I teach people the power of ritual and of meditation, trance, all of the occult and metaphysical knowledge that's been around for many, many years, but not necessarily known in the Western society. Yeah, because we know that in certain cultures and in certain Western media that there's quite a bit of a, um, a stigma behind holistic healing in a sense. Do you have any commentary for those type of people who may stay away or quite skeptic in that type of um, healing? Absolutely. One of the things I tell people is that before the medicine is created, there are compounds that are gathered to create a medicine. So many people will go to their doctor and they'll take heart medicines and they'll take 
medicines for their lungs, and they don't realize that that's harvested from the earth. Of course, there are other things done to it. But if you could skip all the processing that's dangerous and just go straight back to the earth, then what's wrong with that? And why would that be scary? You know, mm -hmm. the other thing I teach people is to understand that life is ritual. There is nothing demonic about it. It's just ritual of living. We eat, we sleep, we, you know, repeat, you know, the whole thing all over again. And so a lot of times because we don't understand, we'll just kind of stay away from something because other people have made us afraid of it. When we talk about using mind, body and spirits to heal, whether it be an internal healing or an external trauma, if someone has gone through an external trauma, what would your first point of approach be when it comes to tackling that, that healing? So when it comes to external, sometimes the first step is to remove yourself from whatever situation may be causing that conflict or that pain or whatever is going on. You need to definitely separate for a minute. The other thing is, of course, like if you have a car accident, that's a real thing. You have to go to doctors. You need to let yourself be patched up. But you can support that with your spiritual work, which is your grounding, your meditation, your making sure you're protecting your, the state of your mind, your mental health. So you're not depressed because depression causes healing to take longer. Within your business at the moment or your businesses, do you have any current challenges, whether it's clientele or the current climate with the uncertainty that's COVID-19? Yeah, talk us through some of the challenges that you're going through. So one of the biggest challenges for me, especially dealing with what we were just talking about is education. So because I'm in a very uh, niche market, I have to educate a lot so that people understand why they would even want to come this direction. Yep. And then now with COVID-19, my business has picked up tremendously. However, one of the sidebars to that is that a lot of people are just kind of getting into it because someone else is into it and they're not educated. So it's getting all those things in order so that people can come in and have a way to get through the process. They are learning about meditation. They can learn about all these basics and then start applying it. And it comes down to having the want or need to be helped rather than just getting pulled in and just, you know, taking it uh, as, as it is. So I do understand that point. I want to take your attention back to something you said earlier. You currently have 23 books that are published. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey? Because 23 books is actually quite a, a lot when it comes to time and authorship. Because I know getting one published book can take some time. So yeah, tell us that story. So 23 books is a lot. I, I do tend to write a lot and sometimes it's kind of tricky knowing what you should publish and what you shouldn't. But my first book was about some parts of my life story, how I got sick in the first place, how I internalized a lot of pain. So I have maybe 15 of them about personal healing and self-improvement and personal development. And it is a journey. It's, it's fun, but there is a time commitment. Now, Coming up soon, June the 1st through June the 30th, I'm doing a 30-day writing challenge for people who want to write a book because you can finish a book in a 30-day period, but you got to be very diligent. You have to stay on top of it. The biggest part of authorship is not breaking it up and not allowing yourself too much leeway because then you'll get into writer's block and different things like that. You can lose interest. You got to let your book talk to its, talk itself out of you as it's flowing. Yeah, and it's great that you're introducing that 30-day challenge because I know that a lot of people who are forced into isolation at the moment, there's thoughts running through their heads and it's a great way or a great medium for them to actually write things down. If you had one big tip for someone who goes to you and goes, you know, I can't write a book in 30 days and or I've, I've never written before, how would they approach getting the 30 days or just writing their thoughts down? So I would tell them to every day sit down and give yourself an hour with your computer 
to just flow, whatever's flowing. Because you don't have to write a book. That shouldn't be your, even though you know you're writing a book, your whole goal is getting all the information out of you. Because once you get all of this on computer screen or on paper, it can be manipulated and changed around and made into a book. You just want to get the thoughts out every day. Mm-hmm. And with those 23 books, there would be a, a few books that I guess has a bit more success than the others. Is there one particular book for you that has given you that type of success and has gotten you on, on certain shows? Absolutely. My first one, The Rape of Innocence, mm-hmm. being my life story, I actually sold the movie options to it for a while. It hit Amazon bestseller yep. list four or five times. Of course, it has a Christian spin on it because that's where I was at that time in my life. But that book was tremendous. I met people that I never thought I would have met, met. They read it. They loved it. They loved the story and the empowerment behind it. And at The Stressless Entrepreneur, we always talk about allowing yourself to to be vulnerable, especially when it comes to speaking out because it allows you to share some of that pain. And there are many people who are in the same position as you and allowing yourself to be vulnerable and getting your story out. You're doing a great service to others as well. So that's a fantastic thing to hear. Yes, absolutely. What are some of the biggest struggles at the moment you're facing? So we know that, you know, you're getting a bit more work because COVID-19, there's the education piece. Mm -hmm. Is this a a one-person job at the moment for yourself or do you have a team behind you to help you? I still have a team. Everybody stay working. Most of them work from home in their prospective areas. My store is still open for production. We're just not open for people to come in and shop, but they can order online and ship it. Mm-hmm. And that's been another thing, keeping all our supplies in stock because everything has slowed down. I, I think at one point, New Directions had like a real big wait time and some of the other vendors we use. So we had to postpone launching new products and different things like that for that reason. Yeah, you mentioned products there. We haven't specifically spoken about your, your product range. Are you able to let the audience know what products it is that you're selling? Is it digital or physical products? It's physical products. And of course, we have Divinity Academy, which is online learning. But we have yep. a foot care cream. We have an eye care cream. All of this all natural. We have a fragrance line that's all natural, crystal infused. We have a lot of different meditative oil blends and things like that. So we have a big plethora of stuff. We have a skin spa that's really making the news. People love that, you know, for exfoliation. You're basically the true definition of a serial entrepreneur, isn't it? Because you have so many different ventures at the moment. And it's great to see, especially in times of uncertainty. If there was a venture that you would say has given you the most transformation or given you the most fulfillment, which one would that be? It would definitely be Magical Mystic. It's the one that turned me into a millionaire, a multimillionaire. It's the one that got me on TV and I've traveled all over the United States talking to people about healing. Is that because of the opportunities to meet new people, but then also the transformation piece as well, because you have the education, because you know that this is something that works and it's just a matter of getting it out there to people, right? Right. And then you have skeptics who come and join and they get completely transformed. Um, And from that, completely converted. So absolutely agree with that as well. Now that you've transformed yourself and you've transformed others, we know that there's different ventures that you're on at the moment. Mm -hmm. What's next for for M in the next 12 months or the 24 months? Well, we're definitely looking at opening a new store once all of the COVID stuff is over with. We're going back on tour. The tour starts back up in July. Uh, We have the Magical Mystic Expo, the second annual one in Atlanta in August. 
and there's about five other books that I'm looking to release over the next two years. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. It's a lot going on, but I love it. I wouldn't want my life to be any slower than it is now. <laughs> yeah. And these books, are they just ideas on paper or have you already started, you know, each one of them in a different way? I've finished three of them. The only thing they need is... Okay, yep. Mm -hmm. And one that I'm writing or completing during the 30-day writing challenge. So, And they're all about mm -hmm. different aspects of personal empowerment and mental magic, affirmations, law of attraction, things like that. You mentioned the Magical Mystic Expo. Mm -hmm. Are you able to describe to us what that is all about and how many years have you been doing it for? Absolutely. So this will be our second year. We started last year in May. The Magical Mystic Expo is about bringing together a lot of holistic believers and stuff like that because there's not a lot of places you can go. So most of the time on this journey, you find a lot of people who are lonely on their journey. So we all come together. We have vendors. People can buy homemade, all natural goods. We have dancing. We have music. We have speakers. It's just a five-hour free-for-all. It's fun, you know? <laughs> And was this something that was always planned when, it, when you started your, I guess, transformation journey in Magical Mystic? Was this always part of the, the picture? It wasn't. It started once I was doing a lot of sessions. People's like, oh, I don't have anyone here, you know. And I'm like, I just talked to five people in your city, you know, <laughs> and but you don't know them. So let's put together something where we can bring people together and they can meet and support one another on their journey. So we know that Magical Mystic is all about developing a an internal spiritual journey in oneself. Mm -hmm. At The Stressless Entrepreneur, we also want to understand or create self-awareness when it comes to our response to certain environments or internal triggers. Do you have any tips on how our entrepreneurs can help with stress management in general um, when it comes to demand, both internally and externally? Absolutely. I can't overstress the power of meditation. Even if you don't sit and do a whole 30 minutes or an hour, just taking a moment to focus on your breath, holding, you know, for a moment and before you release, because you want to be mindful that you're alive and that you're living. Mm -hmm. The other thing is lists. That's a big deal. Like I'll make a list and then sometimes our list might be 30, 30 things on the list and you know you're not going to get it all done, but you prioritize what's important and you carry over celebration of everything that you get accomplished gives you more energy to accomplish more. A lot of times we're down on ourselves so much we don't realize that it creates an energetic suckhole. So don't be down on yourself. Make your list, celebrate your accomplishments, and stay grounded and focused on your breath. I love that you talk about celebrations because we're more often than not, we have high expectations of ourselves. And when we don't reach those uh, standards or expectations, then we see ourselves as failures. But we forget that that journey of actually getting to where we are today in itself can be a celebration. Yeah. So I really love that. In terms of writing lists down, my first guest on the show, Chris Ward, she spoke about the removal of a to-do list because you don't actually schedule that time into your calendar. Mm -hmm. Do you have any commentary? Because there's two sides to lists because some, some people use it effectively, some people use it ineffectively. Mm -hmm. When we talk about prioritization, what are your thoughts on how should we prioritize a list so that we better effectively use it? Because many of us would look at the list and pick up the easy ones, right? Sometimes. <laughs> right. But then, you know, it's about understanding what's, what are the important ones to do? How would you approach that? So for me, I like to write a list so I can take it with me. One of the things I do after I make my list is I look at what can be stacked. Like for instance, I'm going to get my meditation time in regardless, but I also may have an hour long drive. So can I use that hour long drive to do a session or to do my meditation? So those two things can be looped together. I'll draw lines between them. 
Mm-hmm. I use my, I make my list time in with my meditation time. So if I schedule myself an hour for meditation, 15 minutes of that is going to go toward planning my next day at the end of it. A lot of times the reason why people get overwhelmed with a list is because they look at it as a definitive, like it's like the Bible. You got to do everything on this list. No, you do have to do everything on this list, but not today. You just need to be aware of everything that you have to do so that you can figure out the best way or the best path to get it done. So it's no different than having a a trip plan and you got six destinations. What's the best direction to start out so that you hit all six without doubling back on yourself? Mm -hmm. That's how I work my list. No, that's a great tip in terms of understanding if you can kill two birds with one stone, right? When there's two things you can do that are very similar or if you can multitask certain tasks, then to do that. Because I find that there's not enough time in the day to do things and you're always making sacrifices in terms of prioritizing tasks. So that's a really great way, great tip that our entrepreneurs should implement. You also do a bit of speaking um, and, and mentorship. Because of the uncertainty at the moment, how is that journey for you at the moment? Because we know that forced isolation, all speaking gigs have been cancelled. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? And I guess moving forward, how would you approach that type of business or your, your speaking? I'm going to be very honest. I was kind of upset at first because I was like, oh, I was looking forward to this place. Yep. It's been a good thing, though. I needed that downtime. But I still do my lives and I still do my classes and record. I utilize technology like Zoom, the meeting rooms and stuff like that. That really has helped tremendously. But for people who don't have that option, who really needed to show up to, you know, to get paid or whatever for their business to progress, it's hitting them a little bit harder. I was lucky that there was already technology built into my business. So We already had Zoom for classes. Now we're using Zoom for meetings and that kind of thing. It's important that if you're a business and this caught you off guard because you didn't have the technologies in place, that you go on now and focus on putting those technologies in place so that if it happens again, you'll be ready. Yeah. And do you think because of the forced isolation and the move into certain technologies, do you think you'll be reverting back to the traditional ways of face-to-face or you'll be incorporating more virtual once this is all over? Because I'm sure you're seeing some convenience and success through these type of mediums, right? Right, absolutely. I definitely next year will not schedule as many event locations as I did this year and prior years because, you know, there is so much technology. And to be honest, it's also safer for everyone and it's less expensive. So you have access to the same thing you would get in person a little bit cheaper and you could replay it whenever you get ready at your convenience and are you doing your magical mystic sessions with your clients through zoom at the moment as well over the phone zoom and also messenger and do you see that the success rates or the level of interfacing when it comes to virtual versus face-to-face do you still get that engagement with your clients I do. Again, I'm fortunate because I kind of started everything from online and then I, a tour kind of branched off from what we were already doing online, but I still get the engagement and COVID has doubled my business. So, you know, for me, just because of what I do, it kind of ended up being a good thing. And my crowd is into online learning and stuff like that. So when I'm teaching classes about various things, they're used to seeing video. So I'm kind of lucky. I had it built in in the beginning. Mm-hmm. When it comes to online learning, you have your online school, Divinity Academy, yes. uh, which is a, an empowering online learning platform for personal development, learning, and metaphysical techniques. 
tell us more about, about that. Um, how did it start? How many modules and episodes do you have on that platform? And is it just yourself or how many teachers do you have? Absolutely. So it started through a lot of the classes that I, w- I was doing. Um, I did some teaching about the basics of meditation and how it heals your body. Several people wanted continued access, but at that time I didn't have a way to create a continuing learning pr- platform. So through Thinkific and one of the ladies who works on my team, we created a platform just for Divinity Academy. So at first it was just me. Now I have like six other teachers, which is great because everybody brings something different to the table. We have, I think, 20 classes and counting. So it's constantly going up. It's really tremendous, really. The thing that I love about Divinity Academy and the online learning is when people buy the class, they get an extended amount of time to complete. So the first time you go through it, I'm kind of there and you're going through it with me. But you also got access, even after I've let that go and I finished the class, you got access to go back through and and get all of these modules and start all over if you want to. So I love that part as well. Yeah, and it's great because, you know, you were able to test the market and then you just gave them what what they wanted. And then now when it comes to scaling that side of the business, it's again, you're doing the teaching, but you're giving more value by saying, you know, the lessons are there and you want to take this further or do it at your own pace, then there's that opportunity. So that's a great way. And I, I'm thinking of starting a membership platform for my online course that I'm, I'm figuring out as well. So that's something that we're working towards, but obviously mm-hmm. test the market first before we do that. Just before we go, is there anything that I've left out that you'd like to speak about in this episode? Well, one of the things for me, especially considering dealing with stress, is that there is a level of stress that is can be healthy, right? If you channel it properly and then it can get out of control and become something that turns into sickness and tumors and cancers in your body. A lot of times people are afraid to do entrepreneurship just because they think that it's going to be so stressful, but planning and one of the things you just brought up that I think is tremendous, being able to test out what you're going to offer on a smaller crowd before you're out here trying to sell it to everybody. Even though a lot of people don't want to take that extra time, a little bit of extra time in the planning phase, and testing phase means that you're going to run more smoothly when you get out there. So that's a big deal. If you plan in advance and you do your test, it's going to kill a lot of your stress later, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a great tip for our entrepreneurs. And if we wanted to reach you, where, where can we find you? What are your social media platforms? And I guess some of the links that gets our entrepreneurs to your, your platform. Absolutely. So on Facebook, I'm M Rain, and that is facebook.com forward slash magical mystic. You can also find me at M Rain Official Facebook page and Instagram, and at Magical Mystic on Instagram. We have a Magical Mystic page, which is facebook.com forward slash magical mystic oils. Or you can go to our website, magicalmystic.com or divinityacademy.com, or you can call us at 318 855 Fantastic. M. Thank you for joining me on this Stressless Entrepreneur podcast today. It has been a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. There you have it, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Stressless Entrepreneur podcast with me, your host, Tommy Bowie. If you like what you've heard today, please make sure you subscribe to our show and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review so that we can take on your comments, grow with you as a channel, and keep providing you quality, stress-free content. If you have a story to tell or just want to say hi, drop me an email on hello at the stresslessentrepreneur.com. I'll catch you all on the next episode.